Are you sitting comfortably? Then I'll begin. Moon Mountains Live. Hi and welcome to another edition of Blue Mountains Live here on Radio Blue Mountains 89.1, 7.30 every Thursday night after Art House. Thank you to Julie Ankers and the Art House crew. Some riveting stuff there. We've had uh, Rosin Elms for BM Can doing um, In The Frame, uh, looking at artists and galleries. Uh, uh, talking to Adrian Gilbert, who's uh, one of my favourite artists up here. I love his work. And also we had uh, uh, Laura Greaves talking to James Roy, yes, a local author of many books, mostly for children. And uh, that was great as well. So it's uh, it's uh, always an action-packed show. So thank you to Julie and the, and the guys. Um, tonight on Blue Mountains Live, we're going to continue our series of interviews I have uh, Julian Joel Clement in with Neil Duncan. Julie's working on a, a new album, which is uh, going to be he's going to be bringing that out at the end of the year. They've just finished the recording and uh, the mixing of, of that album, and now they're into the mastering stage. So we thought we'd have them in to have a chat. And they've also been both involved in a lot of the streaming gigs that have been happening up here in the mountains organized by chris cannell and charity mirror and some wonderful wonderful uh, talent being uh, shown in in those streams also the uh, the quality of the sound is a, is a standout aspect of those streams and we'll be talking to julian and neil about those and then we'll be talking mainly about the uh, the new album the new songs and uh, talking about julian's influences and uh, some of the, the artists that he respects and admires and uh, we'll play some of those tracks. So uh, sit back, get yourself a drink and, uh, and some nibbles and we'll uh, be talking to, to them very soon. Um, a lot of the music we play tonight will uh, be in a playlist which I'll release. Uh, I always do that, I always put up a, a Blue Mountains Live playlist so you can listen to some of the tracks. Uh, there'll also be some that we don't play that uh, Julian has picked and there'll also be uh, links on the Facebook page to that playlist and to the playlist that uh, Julian recently put up uh, titled after his, uh, his first album from, from uh, 2018 which was uh, Failure and Masterpiece and uh, you can go through and listen to some of those tracks uh, during uh, over the weekend. But uh, we'll get into it now, and uh, the first track we're going to play is, uh, is a, a track that uh, Julian has given us to have a little prelude of. This isn't a master track yet, but it uh, still gives an indication of what's going on. And the track from Julian is called Shut the Mind Down, you're listening to 89.1 Radio Blue Mountains. Your voice, your community. Shut the mind down. 
exorcise my expectations my suspenders are feeling the strain exercise but never with caution this guitar was built to cope with pain
Mountains Live. Hi, I'm Ian from Katoomba Music, just reminding everyone that we are open and we've got lots of things for the people doing home recording or Zoom recordings, like video gear, interfaces, USB microphones, as well as lots of instruments to constructively spend your time at home, as well as building that veggie patch. And what station do you listen to, Ian? It's always Radio Blue Mountains, 89.1 FM. And that was Julian Joel Clement with uh, Shut the Mind Down. And uh, we're in, uh, in the studio with Julian, who uh, is uh, releasing that song on his new album. Sometimes toward the end of the year, Julian? Yes, yes, uh, that is the plan. Okay, so, and, and we're waiting on uh, Neil Duncan to arrive, who's uh, producing the album. And so uh, he'll be here soon, but until then, let's have a bit of a chat. Welcome to Blue Mountains Live. Thank you. Um, I don't think I've actually had you on the program before. Um, I've done an interview with you, I'm not sure whether it was that program or another. What it was for? Yeah, it was probably for one of the first. For the first album. The first, the first album when we yeah. did. Yeah. yeah. For Fans of Masterpiece, um, which we'll, we'll probably be playing some from later on. But um, So how's the recording going? Of this new thing? Well, it's all... Recorded so that album I recorded uh, myself uh, as demos, right? Originally with a, a Boss Micro BR80, which is a really small thing to do demos with and, and just like field recordings kind of thing. Sure. But I, my plan was just demos. I'll just do whatever I want and put it together, and it's going to be nice and raw. And off we go. So I was doing that while recording. Fader and Masterpiece with Neil. So I did those demos over um, like three, four years. And right. I got really okay. attached to, to some of those songs and the sounds that I got from the from the boss thing with the guitars. And then I thought, well, I, I'll see if Neil would be able to remix and make sound better and realign all my amazing drumming in time, <laughs> in time with my amazing so, bass playing. Right, so you're, are you playing everything? I'm playing everything. Uh, there's one track where uh, Danae uh, plays the drums. She sang uh, on Failure and Masterpiece as well. She did some singing. Right. So she plays the drums on one track. And then one track, the drums wouldn't come through, so Neil redid that. But otherwise, I'm, I'm playing everything. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Right. Right. Always handy to have a drummer around, though, as a producer. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> yeah. All right. So, people who, who don't know Julian, um, give us a little quick back history of uh, where you're from, when you came to the mountains. Right. Um, um, Etc. Yeah. So, born and raised in France, north of Paris, in the countryside and studied English there at uni, um, came to Australia in 2003, um, and, and yeah, been in the Blue Mountains the yep. whole time, started um, music there pretty much straight away, especially in 2004 with my partner then, uh, Kate, Kate Rowe, and then I formed quite a few bands, The Session Man, and which we played, um, we played, uh, uh, Prague as the our, our theme music 
Yeah. For the first sort of you know, few episodes of, <laughs> oh, thank you. of Blue Mountains Live. Oh, no, we, it still gets played occasionally because I put it as a backing track to one of the, the station ideas. Yeah. So oh, that's just out awesome. of, all of a sudden, you know, <laughs> I want to go back to Prague, you know, go, yeah. and people are going, oh. oh that, yeah, it's based on a true story, that song. Um, I, I was 18 and, and my best friend, we used to do a lot of bike riding, bicycle riding in the fields. Right. And he he planned. He said, "Let's go to Prague and on the bike from the north of France. It's about two thousand k's or something. Yep, yep. Um, and let's ride there over the summer." And I was all for it. And then I had a girlfriend, and she wanted to go down south in the south of France. Um, and so I went there instead. Right. And I always regretted it because <laughs> <laughs> I've never done it. So I've been to Prague since, but. Uh, uh, yeah, so <laughs> it's like no. So I wrote a song about I call going to Prague, which was with Beljar, uh, a band which is no more. And yeah, we had some amazing gigs, amazing times. Boris, yeah, and, and Boris recorded. I, that. I regret I never saw you guys play. So. No, yeah, I've seen a few of your other bands, Disco yeah, Crisco, and a few yes. of the other bands, but I never got to see Beljar. Uh, Beljar was pretty hectic. It was fun. So who was in Belgium? Uh, so there was Anne Edwards on accordion and uh, Lino Romeo on bass, on guitaron actually. Um, like a, it's a Mexican um, six-string bass. Right. So Lino from also Disco Frisco. Yeah, uh, Le Los Mariachi, that's his project. And we had a few drummers. Isaac Beggs did some drummings with us for a bit. Um, and Javier. Rodriguez from Disco Frisco, Papa Gonzo uh, drummed with us. We had Trevor Brown play with us from Sydney. Neil did the setting a few times. Mm. Yeah, so it was Anne, Lino and I as a core, and then we had various. But Javier, I think, was with us the longest. Yeah. Cool. And okay. Mary Jones on the saxophone. I was going to forget Mary. Sorry, mm-hmm. Mary. Saxophone and vocal, she's amazing, but she's in Scotland now. Yeah. If we if we talk about Belgia too much, we might have to play a track. But we can do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. <laughs> it was the summer of 1997. Had a bike in one hand and the girlfriend in the other. Had a chance to ride to Prague, so the girl twisted my arm. Thousand miles from my hometown to the border I can smell the wild cooking on the fire And instead we drove to the sea My girlfriend, my broken arm and me Wanna go to Prague, wanna go to Prague Let's go to Prague and let's never be the same I wanna go to Prague, I wanna go to Prague shells instead of traveling stories there are people here but not a friend i see and at night we sleep in the bed forget the milky way forget the guitar get the girlfriend wanna go to Prague?
Um, so what I've been doing with these interviews is I've been talking to people and finding out what they've been doing during COVID. We might wait until we we get Neil in so mm-hmm. we can ask you both about um, yeah. what you've been doing. Um, uh, you've both been pretty mad on the streaming, so yeah. I've been seeing you all over the place. So. Yeah, it's been nice to, to well, done some myself and then we've been asked. Mm. Uh, charity organised this uh, amazing live love local <laughs> uh, series. <laughs> Not uh, necessary in that order, folks. Yeah, <laughs> um, which was really cool. Um, no, I, re- I really liked um, your, your your episode with Simon. With Simon at Le Hot Club de Katumba. Yeah, it, it went really well. Yeah, we, but we, I haven't. They, they were all good. They're all, they yeah. all fantastic. Did you catch any of the other ones? Yes, yes. Uh, caught most most of them actually. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah, I did. Um, yeah, definitely a thing that you just keep going. It was great. The sound was great. The, the guys at Shelter Studio, uh, amazing. So nice. Um, Charity's amazing, and just yeah, it's great people to work with. Mm. Amazing. We're I think lucky. We, we've been quite lucky up here. Mm. We benefited from from that set up the Love Local Live set up yeah. the charity and the council and shelter we've also had Chris running around Chris Cannell Chris thank you Chris doing, doing a great job with, yeah, uh, with the streams yeah that's right uh, I've done one when Neil has also did one with Chris and then we also Simon and I did uh, a busking one just we told Chris oh well, I don't know we met him and said oh we're busking and he said oh come and film you yeah, great <laughs> okay, okay cool well, he did. Did you see the Piccolo Bear one? They just did. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Which was yeah. really good. Yeah, Gallery Eighty Eight. We did that uh, for the start of the month. Yeah, that was yeah. great. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, we might we might now play a song while we're still waiting for yes, please waiting for his lordship. So, um, uh, what 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 track will we play first? We've let's, lined a few up. Well, let's play uh, let's play Mark Curry. Okay. So we'll play the Mark Curry, and this one's. Cigarette Burns. Do you, is there a little story to go with this? <coughs> um, it's from his second album, Let the Wretched Come Home. His first album was quite big in, in Europe. He had a song called Sorry About the Weather, uh, which you know was in the charts. And then he made this second album, which I find even better. Um, and a very like closer sound, very acoustic and raw, which I really like. Um, and it, from then on, he kind of <laughs> didn't go in the charts anymore, and, and then he disappeared out of sight. I don't know what happened to him. Uh, that's from that, that is from '94, I think. Right. So cigarette burn. It's a two-minute song, just rock and roll. And this is Mark Curry. Yeah. 
crazy fucked up world don't owe you nothing, baby girl. And won't you let that evil go? She said, Why can't you love me like I want you to love me, baby? And she lit up her last small. How amazing is the brewery on Park Street? Not only are they open seven days a week for Butte Takeaway Burgers, bring your growler or buy one there and get your favourite beer refill at the same time. DJ's still brewing new beers every week, so why not test his wares with names like Be Kind Rewind or Family Fueled? How can you resist? Ring 0434 740 046 for opening hours and to order takeaways. Hi, I'm Ian from Katoomba Music and in these times I'd recommend that you listen to the local radio station Radio Blue Mountains 89.1 FM. Local is becoming a lot more important and reliable and we've got to encourage these great people who sort of volunteer and and keep this thing going. Thanks Ian and the phone number for Katoomba Music 47821121 Okay, and that was Mark Curry with Cigarette Burns. Okay, so uh, that's our our first track that uh, Julian has picked for us. But now we're being joined by Neil Duncan. Hello, Mm -hmm. Neil. Good evening. And uh, you've just come from teaching. Yes, I'm I'm a teacher, not a musician. Yeah. So, but you're teaching music, aren't you? I oh, am. Yeah. yeah. And so, how are the, how are the students this year? Oh, we've got actually at Coralville. We've got a, um, we've got Neil's Army at Coral, which is this kind of awesome band. And these guys are I've been playing with for years now, and they're all about to leave. And right. They're, they're so, would this have been the the guys that we saw at the uh, Radio Blue Mountains yeah, o- OB? Yeah. That. Yeah. But now, the, now they're just so Jesus. long ago. They're, 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 we're getting into really abstract music now. Yeah, right. Like this core member of about five of them, and honestly, playing with these guys like I did today at school, it's like playing with, you know, anyone that I really like playing with. It has a sense of, you know, not Julian, but um, <laughs> anyone that has a sense of. Um, I'm, I'm sorry, a uh, lot better than Julian. Yeah, you say? yeah, yeah. Uh, anyone that has a, a real understanding and sense of how to abstract, you know, abstract music. Sure. Yeah. And are you teaching them theory? I mean, no, no, no. So giving them tunes we play. I'm giving. I'm teaching them an, an attitude, really. Right. Hmm. Okay. About how to kind of let go and you know take risks and go for something that you wouldn't normally go for and see. So what you're not, you go. don't you don't introduce them to weird jazz oh, methodology yes, and things yeah. like that. No, no. Well, I, weird jazz ideology. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. So. But now I've got Neil's other army, which is, you know, the other arm. Oh, okay. Um, which is the Coral Junior Band. Oh, yes. And oh, these right. kids are kind of in year seven, eight, and nine. Yeah. And they're really good too. Yeah, right. And they'll take over when these other guys leave. Of course. That's pretty cool. Second generation. There's a real, yeah, there's a real kind of, it's got a history now of, of the of a good band at Coral, you know, a really good band. Right, sure. Yeah. Was there one before the current one? No. <coughs> so. Well, but Neil's Army's been going for, like, I think I've been doing it for about six, seven years. All oh, right, okay. Yeah. 
right? Yeah. Right. And a lot of the musicians that used to be in Neil's army are now, you know, like Finbar and, and uh, oh, there's quite a number of them actually that are now pursuing music. I've got their own bands. Like, yeah, um, and doing it like full time. Blues, Bloomsbury. And, yeah, 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 lots. Yeah, and they're doing it full time. So yeah, yeah. a lot of the guys, that are, kids that have left school, are now full time musicians. I feel kind of proud about that. Okay. Good. Yeah. Okay. Now we we didn't talk about. Um, about your first track, which we played before we came in. Do you want to tell us a little bit about that track? Yeah, Shut the Mind Down. I, uh, actually, we were talking about Belgium before. That was originally written for, I thought, for Belgium. Right. And it was like trying to do some disco folk songs. It's got a bit of a disco feel, but with acoustic guitar. Um, uh, yeah, that's what it was for. I think I'm gonna, it's going to be released like as a single or EP. Right. First, um, and that's the track. That's the one Neil we worked on, like as a template for the rest of the album, sound-wise. I think was it the first one? We, yeah, it was, wasn't it? Shut the mind down. Yeah. yeah. Once we got the sound out of that, yeah. I went right. Suddenly enough, that was also the one we went back and remixed. Yes. <laughs> well, eventually, that's yeah, right. <laughs> we did that. And it sounded great. Yeah. And then we did the rest of the record kind of based on that. And by the time we got to the end of the record, hmm. it was sounding so much better that we went back and listened to shut the mind down and it sounded really compressed and tight and was right. like ugh need to do something because you had lessons from doing all the other tracks yeah, obviously. yeah and the other tracks kind of took over the sound of the album yeah. mm. I imagine that's a fairly common sort of way to work through well it depends uh, like, if, like with the last record which you know Julian started from scratch in the studio yeah that, you know, that became something over the over a number of months before you know all of a sudden oh, well, kind of, we found the sound pretty quickly didn't we yeah I, yeah, we kept looking, that's for sure. I mean, but you don't, you'd very rarely go into a studio with a sound, you know, a, mm. you will go into a studio with a sound in mind for your record, but more, more than not, it'll, uh, some new sound will come out of it, some, and you'll go, oh, that's that's what the sound of the record is. And it's quite, if you let... Do if you, you actually do that? Do you actually, like, have... Let it um, happen. ...thoughts as far as the way other producers work when they're recording? Do you go, oh, I'm going to go all George Martin on this one and then yeah, I'm well, going to go, yeah, you know. I think I'm, oh, I'm going to go all theremin and trombone on this one. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like bass harmonica. Yeah, and I often try and think of, you know, like for, um, you know, for do the math on the first record. Yeah. You know, it was, it was kind of a... Julian played the song on acoustic guitar and it was kind of a, a swingy, you know, sort of jazzy kind of feel. And I thought, what's the least jazzy thing I've got in the studio? Right. And because um, I thought, no, we don't want to do it, you know, a cheesy jazz track. So no. what's the least cha- jazzy thing I have, which was the 808 drum machine, which is... Yeah, yeah. And so we used that and <laughs> added to it and made and sort of somehow made the 808 swing. Yeah. And then that's kind of really the, a big part of the sound of that song, isn't it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then we used it on two other tracks because we got inspired by the 808. There's even a 6-8 track, so like a waltzy feel. And Neil managed to do the eight, make the 808 play a waltz. I don't know how you did it. That's yeah, though. me neither. <laughs> but, you know, so, you know, the beauty of making a record, I reckon, for me, as a producer, is you try all these ideas out and you come through the back door and you try another idea and you try something you wouldn't normally try and all those things and you keep an open mind and then the sound kind of uh, appears and blossoms. It sort of blossoms into something and you go, ah, there it is. Yeah. And more than, you know, pretty much every time I've done that with an artist, they've gone, they've recognised that as well. They've got ah, oh, that's awesome, and it's, it would be often really different from what either of us had in mind at the beginning. Yeah, hmm. right. And when um, do, do you 
do you work a lot on the stuff? Do you sort of work it a lot, or do you try and keep it? Some things you can work a lot on and, and take a while to to, to to reveal themselves, eh? Mm. Yeah, I mean, for for this new album, um, because I recorded it so like cheap. Well, I mean, the sound is really crap on the demos, um, <clears throat> and so Neil's had his work cut out to make it to to breathe a lot of air and space into it. It's quite amazing. Like the the mix suddenly just came from this really concentrating kind of sound that I had, you know, rough mix right. of the boss. Yep, yep. And then suddenly it's like 3D sound. How was it working with those original recordings? Were oh, they... this is a totally different process. I mean, all mm. that, what, we, what <clears throat> we're talking about before, about songs blossoming and becoming and growing and turning into something, Julian did all that by himself at home, you know, recording eight tracks on a terrible little microphone and on, yeah. on a terrible yeah. little digital box sometimes putting the microphone on the actual drum kit so instead I, but, of getting but you're still using uh, those yeah recordings. so instead, yeah. instead of getting a book getting a ta sound it's going and um distorts and you know carries on and so and i like that sound too yeah but to so it's extremely <laughs> lo-fi yeah beyond lo-fi, lo-fi. yeah yeah but um both julian and i have a passion for lo-fi music um, you know, where not so much. Oh, I like it because it's lo-fi. I like it because there's an attitude in there where it's not the quality of sound that's important. It's what you're saying in the song or the, or the song itself. Mm, where if you emotion. listen, yeah, and the emotion. If you listen to the Velvet Underground, they focus very little on quality of sound and yeah. almost a hundred percent on what they're saying and how they're saying it. You know, and to, and there's a I, you know there's a, I love and Jonathan Richmond's the same. Mm. Really lo-fi. In fact, you know. One of his records, the drummer's playing on a cardboard box. And, you know, that's not... He didn't do that on purpose because I want a cardboard box sound. Yeah. It's just that was what it was about, hitting this box and just getting a raw sound. And it's, it's freaking amazing, you know. Yeah. It's beautiful, beautiful music. And same as, you know, Julian's, this, this album is not about... You know, the first album was about getting beautiful sounds and high production. Mm. And it, But even though... But we still have that lo-fi attitude yeah but we did get into some pretty a nice microphone a couple of really nice microphones and nice well recorded sounds mm. with this one the sounds have been terribly recorded and it's very lo-fi <laughs> but it's fucking great you know the songs are really oh, fucking good thanks and um really effective and you know i listened to this record which you know take see, the last record took three years to make this one i can do a mix and you know edit and mix in four or five hours yeah mm. right and I love these songs as much as I love the other record. Great. You know. So All right, well, we, we might actually have listen oh. to another one since uh, Julian has given us another track yeah. very generously, which now um, Neil probably wants to do a disclaimer on that they're not quite finished yet, but they're pretty close. Yeah, they get in there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, yeah so, don't, so don't hack in and download these songs. No, no they're not mastered yet for a start. Yeah, but um, but it gives us an idea of what you're talking about. Mm. So this one's yeah. Answers in the Dust, so tell yes. us a little bit about that track. Well, uh, the, the, the album is going to be called Answers in the Dust, and so that's the title track, and I always like to put the title track at the end of the album. Uh, this one, I, wow, I recorded that a while ago. Um living in a big house in Wentworth Falls um, and I recorded like we'll, we'll hear the, the little nylon string guitar that's a guitar Neil gave me which is like a really kitty it's a kid's guitar kid's guitar really right, really small right. and it it buzzes all over I love the sound it's really cool so that's the main guitar and it starts um, I, don't, I don't know what I was singing about really um, it's a, a, well it's a bit of a pun with the John Fonte book Ask the Dust which is, I love right. that book 
Ask the Dust. And I, I don't, it came to me when I was writing the song, I put Answers in the Dust. And at the end, the drums, that's Danae Amis, who sang on, um, on the first album, on Do the Math, and she did backing vocals. And she plays the drums, so she plays better than me. So she's doing the, the big drumming part at the end. I think we did three takes. And okay. she had uh, it it's was still, still recorded on your, your yeah yeah your <laughs> and and the thing is I with record... one microphone which is hardly a microphone <laughs> yeah. did you get much room sound from from that mic no, no. Okay. what what's a room yeah uh, um and what's, um what's that this is room sound oh that's an interesting sound mm. did you leave the door open young man? Mm, well uh, maybe it's that door the other so the oh the outside door mm. okay. Well, we're going to go to a song, yeah, and then we're going to shut the door, <laughs> and, and and find the answers in the dust. So, uh, yeah, so, well, hopefully. And uh, this is from coming up uh, the album answers, answers in the, the dust, dust. Yeah. or as okay. I would say, answers in the dust. Uh, answers. Oh, oh, sorry. Answers. Answers in the dust. That'd be good. This is answers. Answers in the, in dust. the dust. Yeah. Track six. Ten. Track ten. ten. <laughs> eight. Track eight. Whatever. <laughs> Yeah. Ooh, ooh, ooh. 
Hi, I'm Ian from Katoomba Music, just reminding everyone that we are open and we've got lots of things for the people doing home recording or Zoom recordings, like video gear, interfaces, USB microphones, as well as lots of instruments to constructively spend your time at home, as well as building that veggie patch. And what station do you listen to, Ian? It's always Radio Blue Mountains, 89.1 FM. Fusion Boutique wants us all to know what's happening and the events that are planned for down the line by joining their mailing list at fusionboutique.com.au or their Facebook page. Gift vouchers are also available by emailing charity at info.fusionboutique.com.au. Wake up to the sounds of the 60s, 70s, 80s and 90s, Monday to Friday on The Breakfast Show on 89.1, Radio Blue Mountains from 7am to 9am with your host, Ron Green. We also bring you updates on news, weather and transport, as well as happenings in the Blue Mountains. So for a great start to the morning, join us from 7am, Monday to Friday on 89.1, Radio Blue Mountains. You're listening to 89.1, Radio Blue Mountains. Your voice, your community. Sticking with you Cause I'm made out of glue Anything that you might do I'm gonna do too You held up a stagecoach in the rain And I'm doing the same So Okay, we're back. That's uh, I'm sticking with you, Velvet Underground. Um, fairly lo-fi there, Neil. 
Yeah, yeah. Starts off that way. And Mo Tucker, not, not <coughs> renowned for her singing, she was the drummer, <laughs> who often would play with the bass drum on the on its side and use mallets on the bass drum and and um, yeah. And then hit the snare. Hit the it? snare at <laughs> the mallet. And, yeah, very very primal drummer, yeah. but one of my favourite drummers. Uh, you know, female drummers in general like, that I've worked with and and that I've taught, I really like. There's a thing. There's a thing. There's a feel that. Woman drummers have or female drummers that it's quite different from men. How many have we, have we got up here in the mountains? There's Julia. Julia, um, um, she's, she's a great drummer. Who yeah. uh, Julia Day, who yeah. played with uh, the, the recent woman, woman of Dora Dora New Zealand. Ray's. Yeah, called yeah. Caroline Easter. She was a fabulous drummer. So where where is she from? Ah, uh, she's a New Zealander. He played with the Chills and right, yes. yeah, yeah. Okay. and Mo Tucker's yeah, awesome drummer. Brilliant. I've got a drummer at school at Coral at the moment. Um, year nine girl who's just brilliant. Well, yeah. yeah. Well, Danae, Danae, Danae's plays, a good drummer. She, she, yeah, Danae, she doesn't know she plays like Motoka, but yeah. she does. Danae played on the last on um, answers, and she's got a lovely feel as well. That same, there's something, isn't there? You mm. know what I mean? There's a, there's a, there's something that's, I don't know, I don't know what it is. I can't pick it, but there's, it's just, yeah, it's awesome. I wish yeah. I could drum like that. It, uh, it's something that I think Lindy Morris had. I, I yeah, had a lot to yeah. do with, yeah. um, with. The go-betweens and uh, yeah. Amanda Brown is a friend. Yeah, and uh, mm. so I, you know, met Lindy mm. and, and talked to her quite a bit. Yeah, her drumming in particular yeah. is like yeah. that. Awesome drummer. Very, very good drummer, but totally un sort of describable style. Mm. You can't sort of pinpoint it. You and, know. and just less, it seems to be less gymnastics. You know, blokes seem to want to show off on the drummers. Where of course, where women don't seem to. Karen have Carpenter. That. Was she a drummer? Yeah. yeah right. Yeah, yeah, the Carpenter, yeah. yeah, the Karen Carpenter. She was a Oh, from the Carpenters. Yeah. She, she had a great a voice. Yeah, too. you check it out on YouTube. <laughs> but drumming is amazing. Right. Yeah. All right, now, um, as I was saying before, before you arrived, Neil, uh, the interviews I've been doing, I've done ones with CJ Stranger, with Gavin Bowles, different people. Um, we've been talking about what they're doing during the COVID. So obviously, you've been working on the album quite a bit. Yep. Um, but you've also been doing a lot of streams, as I, I said before with John. Yep. Um, so how, how have you been finding that, the, the, the streaming work? Uh, we've done, I think I've done a couple of couple with John. Yep. Yeah, John Stewart. Um, and they, you know, we've, the one we just did for, for charities had 9,000 views. Yeah, right. Amazing. You know, so it's really cool. And you cool. did one with Chris. You did one with Chris as well, and that was awesome. And we got, we've had 8,000 views on that one, so... You know, it's nice that people, are, mm. you do these things and you think, oh, you know, a couple of hundred people might see it and then a couple of weeks later it's had 8,000 views. So it's a really cool way of getting your music out there. And, mm. and um, you know. Well, I would argue it's the, the the process and the approach they take to the to the charity and Chris did, making sure that the sound quality yes. is good. Yeah, well, we did, um, Charity's one in Shelter Studios and they did a really good job. Yeah. <laughs> Chris's one we did... And John's studio at um, mm, Sound cool. Heaven, oh, okay. and and he set up a couple of really nice microphones. Yeah, yeah. And a number of people commented on that. I had comments from producer friends in New Zealand going, "How did you get that, such a good sound? I mean, right. I've been listening to all this stuff online, and you you when you do it, that's got this amazing sound. How'd you do mm. it? Just paying attention. Yeah. When you when <laughs> well, you set it up, we, I imagine. But in both cases, we didn't set up a lot of microphones. Mm. We just kept it fairly acoustic. And because me and John play with really, really good dynamics, we just worked the microphone basically. Right. You know, with John's one, with uh, at John's studio, particularly, we pretty much had one dynamic microphone, uh, one ribbon microphone, which we just 
knew we had, and so we worked the music through that microphone. We worked dynamically with the music itself. It's some, something I discussed when I interviewed Chris, because we had Chris on as well for an interview hmm. um, early on, when he before he was starting to, you know, well, he just started doing streams. He was doing them with, with Willem and a few hmm. other people. Hmm. Um, was that he, he was going to look at it as a totally different process to other recording, you know, recording live at a venue with a crowd or even recording in a studio, that he thinks it's, you know, he was just saying, oh, it's just a different genre once yeah, again yeah. and we're only just learning yeah. how, it, how it's got to be done. Yeah. You know, so. I mean, thank God for Charity and Chris. Mm. Very you much know, so, very much so. But for doing that stuff, it's awesome. Yeah. Mm. So um, we've, we've we're having as well. To, they're doing more love live and local down at the hub as well. So mm. um, hopefully uh, oh, everybody cool. will keep tuning into those as well. Yeah. yeah. So, but uh, as far as uh, COVID, otherwise, how has it been? How have you been coping? Oh well, you know, I've got the kids, and, and when they are home from school, and I, I, I kind of, uh, in some ways, I enjoyed it. Mm. I, I enjoyed the things slowing down I enjoyed the space I enjoyed you know that's that's sort of my question is yeah. has musically has it slowed down you seem yeah look, you a lot of gigs still busy down, yeah. you know, so. I have been busy and, and just before I was very lucky because just before COVID uh, I was in New Zealand um, I, I had this band in New Zealand and a record label called Braille Records and we did a lot of very experimental oh, yeah, jazz yeah. in New Zealand cool. in Wellington and we, we came up with the sound, a bunch of us came up with the sound that was a pretty new sound, and that was our aim, was to find a new sound that hadn't been found before. And we spent a number of years working hard and practicing and gigging, and we did sort of come up with the sound and, and made a few records, we, and you know, made them on, put our, them out on our own label and pressed them ourselves, and our first record was a, a double vinyl, you know, and um, it was only, the only thing you could do that then was vinyl. And we hand screen printed all the covers, it was a very, you know, earthy kind of thing. Hands on yeah, thing, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then, you know, lo and behold, some of these records were, you know, reviewed in Downbeat magazine and stuff. And, the, and okay. the, you know, Downbeat was sort of saying, how did these people from the Antipodes come <laughs> up with the sound? Where the, how the hell did this happen? And some of those records are now, I've noticed the first Primitive Art Group record is now selling on eBay for $500. Yeah, right. And there's a guy... He's just been. But see, so you were you were you were considered cool and hip because you were obscure. Right? Yeah, that's right. But there was a guy just you know last year was given a grant to write a book about this uh, about our music. Oh wow! So there's a book being written about the sound that we found. Is that someone you know or just no? But I do now. Oh right. And so he also runs a little improvisation club, and, and he's a, he's obsessed with it. And um, he's writing this book, and so I went back over there, and we got together, and we put on a couple of gigs, and recorded them very well. Uh, with the idea of going, okay, well, since this book's being written, let's let's, let's do it again. Release something. Yeah, yeah, release something. So we did these two live gigs, and they were awesome. Where, where were they? In and this little club called the Pyramid Club, which this guy that's writing the book owns. Right. In Wellington. Yeah. In, and um, Oh, yeah, in Wellington. In Wellington, yeah. yeah. And so we recorded, and I had five hours of material, and now I've brought all that material back, and I've got to edit it down to a vinyl, which is 20 minutes aside. So that also was another project I luckily had during COVID. Sounds amazing. You know, I had five hours of this insane music that me and my people, you know, my my Fano had made in New Zealand, and then the job was to get that down to forty minutes, basically, and that's a big job. Yeah. So. Cool. Hmm. All right. So I've been lucky, and Julian's record. Yep. Yep. You know. Yeah, it was a good time actually to, mm. to work on it. No distractions. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Well, well, 
Well, let's let's to come right back around to you to the record. Right. Um, and so one of the things we wanted to do today is play quite a bit of music that influenced particularly yeah. this record. Um, so we'll get you to pick another track and we'll, uh, yeah. we'll play that. Um, too Many Birds. Too Many Birds. Yeah, actually, Bill Callahan. Uh, yeah. So Neil, when we started recording Fader and Masterpiece, um, and so I'd already been doing demos at the time, so that for the second album, which I didn't know would be the second album. Anyway, he says, Bill Callahan, do you know? And I'm like, no idea. So he put me onto this album called Sometimes I Wish We Were an Eagle. So what the hell? And it really, it's Bill Callahan. I've seen him three times now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, he's American, uh, but he's come to Australia about three times. So this is something that, that Neil did once he'd heard some of your demos yeah he's went oh you yeah. listen to this guy yeah and then this song from that album just really stuck it's just so oh, i don't know it's really he's quite unique he's got such a unique sound isn't he yeah and his voice is yeah. baritone and his delivery is very it sounds deadpan but it and where's he from oh, just, just South, somewhere in the south, I think. Uh, yeah. And each record he puts out, you got you got no idea what you're getting because they're all quite. Yeah. There's, 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 it's Bill Callahan and they're his songs, but he, you know he'll do one with you know bongos and totally guitar, and the next yeah, one he'll do with approach. strings, and it just you just don't know what you're going to yeah. hear. He but they're all beautiful. His project from before was called Smog, uh, and he had plenty of albums, and it started really low. See, I'd, I'd actually heard of Smog. Mm. Yeah, so. so it's him. Uh, but this words. particular record. Uh, sometimes I wish we were an Eagles. Beautiful record. Yeah. Mm. It's a desert island record for me. Okay. Well, that's what we want some new music for, mm. for the Blue Mountains listeners. So, this is Too Many Birds, and this is Bill Callahan. Yeah, particularly listen to the part where the, he uh, there's one line that reveals itself over a number of minutes where he does a word at a time. And each time he put, and adds, adds a word, it seems to have a different meaning. Yeah. And so he adds a word, it means something, and you add a word, oh no, it means something else. And, right. and it just it's just reveals itself so beautifully. Is yeah. he constructing a sentence? Yeah, yeah, yeah just it's one sentence. Gorgeous. One yeah. sentence. That's beautiful. Yeah. Brilliant. All right, let's have a listen to uh, Bill Callahan. screaming leaves the sky is full of black and screaming and one more bird then one more bird and one last bird and another One last blackbird without a place to land One last blackbird without a place to be Turns around In hopes to find 
the place at last new rest oh blackbird over black rain burn this is not where you last new Firewood are located in the Megalong Valley and happy to supply firewood across the Blue Mountains. They're a five-star service and delivered direct to you. So if you need firewood this winter, call them on 0421 716 260. Australian Music Masters is hosted by The Duck, Richard Keegan. 
He reckons Australia has been blessed with brilliant musicians and fabulous entertainers, so he wants to have a conversation with you all featuring the cream of the Australia music scene. So, for everything Australian, join The Duck, 11 to 1, every Monday on 89.1 FM. Big boys setting up your Friday night and your weekend with local Australian hip-hop and electronica. Love advice, movie reviews and live interviews. Your host, Little Dre, the professor, DJ Chrisoff and Buster Chai will keep you real and sucker-free. That's Friday night, 8pm to 10pm on Radio Blue Mountains 89.1 on the FM dial or streaming live via rbm.org.au. How amazing is the brewery on Park Street? Not only are they open seven days a week for Butte Takeaway Burgers, bring your growler or buy one there and get your favourite beer refill at the same time. DJ's still brewing new beers every week, so why not test his wares with names like Be Kind Rewind or Family Fueled? How can you resist? Ring 0434 740 046 for opening hours and to order takeaways. Hey peeps, my name's Matt Tonks. I hope you're all doing well this time. You're listening to Radio Blue Mountains, Blue Mountains Live, 89.1. Okay, so that was uh, Bill Callahan, and I must admit I have actually heard that song before because um, when you mentioned about the one words, I knew, oh yes, I have heard that. Yes. And thought at the time it was a great song. So the whole record's song. gorgeous. Yeah. Okay. yeah. So uh, moving on, uh, we're going to talk about other influences that uh, you've had for the album. Answers in the dust. So what else has influenced you? Um, well, looking at that, well, yeah, Tom Waits was always a big influence. So that's in the Velvet Underground. We had a trilogy, didn't we? It was like, in but, fact, when but, we when we started talking about music. Yeah. We found we had very similar tastes and in lots of ways I think that's why Julian decided to yeah. let me produce a record. Transformer. Yeah, because Lurie, Transformer. Yeah, we had, was it Lou Reed, who I've adored all my life. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, the Velvet Slash Underground. Slash Velvet, yeah. yeah. Um, Tom Waits, yeah. who I've adored because of, lyrically of course, and because of his amazing sounds that he uses. And, mm. you know, and, um, and Neil Young is a songwriter. Yeah, Neil, oh, okay. that's right. Mm. Yeah, yeah, even, yeah. Oh, that's why I've got a few qualities that's why, yeah, on, yeah. on my Spotify playlist. But, so we've, we've got a um, Spotify playlist, which you've called um, after your first album. Yeah, Failure and Masterpiece yeah. Influence is very yeah. humble of me. But um, <laughs> I thought, I thought if, if people liked my album, then they, they, might, they might like to so hear we'll, where it's we'll, from. And all that stuff's really old. I mean, you know, Velvet Underground, what, 60s? 67? You know, and um, Neil Young, he's, 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 you know, he's an old fella. Yeah. And, um, well, he's an old man. Yeah, yeah, and um, Tom Waits. And the, yeah. But their music uh-huh. is still quite relevant uh-huh. and it's still inspiring a lot of people and, and the people mm. I listen to now are more inclined to be people that are inspired by the music. You know, I still listen to those old sure. fellas a lot, but, you know, so, Bonnie, Bonnie Prince Billy and the people that have come out of that stuff, you know, um, yeah. I tend to listen well, to the people that to, were inspired um, by it. I was saying that to, to Julian that uh, some of the other musos up here I've been talking to have very similar influences, mm. like CJ Stranger mentioned Bonnie Body prints, yeah, yeah, and yeah. and so those and Bill Callahan, yeah, yeah. yeah. So the avant folk artists, you know, the the, the that's the, it, yeah, that's right, yeah. avant folk stuff. But um, you know, and also one of my big influences, which you know, I didn't mention to Julian because I thought he might you know, run away, is um Captain Beefheart, oh, yeah, Tra- oh, okay, and Trapmaster Replica, and those sort of really twisted, fucked up oh. records that 
Um, well, Tom Waits is influenced by yeah, him. very big, much, big time, yeah. very much so. Tom Waits is very much influenced by Captain Beefheart. Have you but read Beefheart, his? Have you read his biography? Which one? The Beefheart one. The Beefheart one. Oh, there's a number of them. There's right. one his drummer wrote, which is about that hugely thick, like a, and on thin paper with tiny, tiny words. Yeah, yeah. And pretty much it's every day of Correct, <laughs> that yeah. the drummer was with him, and yeah. it is. I couldn't. Horrific. I couldn't finish it. I it's horrific. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> what he did to those guys to for them to come up with Troutmarsh replica is. You know, yeah, it's abuse. Yeah, yeah. You know, basically so. abuse. But um, he, t- you know, everybody, you know, just about any of the great, you know, lo- any of the great musicians that have edge in their music and stuff will always go, well, <laughs> Troutmarsh replica. Yeah, it's yeah, it's quite incredible. <laughs> it's you know, and then for me the is it epiphany is that what you say? Yeah, epiphany. Yeah. yeah. The it was when I heard, uh, I, I knew Troutmarsh replica quite well, but then when I heard. A live version of it, and they did it exactly the same as the record. And I went, "Oh my god!" I think there's actually footage of that. I yeah. think there's actually. Oh my film god! They did that, that as well. note for note. Because there's a there's a right at the beginning. They have Van Velt just comes up and sort of stands and talks and does like a monologue. Right. Mm. And then they do it, mm. and 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 they do Troutmaster. I with an I had an experience wow. with Troutmaster, which I as I've seen other musicians have had as well. Where I ran home with my new record of double double album four sides of Trap Master, which yeah. is totally messed up stuff, like totally messed because. up stuff, and got sort of pretty stoned and lay on my bed and listened to all four sides. And by the time I finished the fourth side, I was had a had a really heavy fever, and was really sick, and had screwed all the blankets up around me, and. Um, I was sick for about three or four weeks, like a really heavy flu, and I couldn't listen to the record for six months or a year after that because it would just bring yeah, back that bring memory. back the memories. Yeah. Of. And so I, that record <laughs> actually made me physically ill. And then I was reading a, a, an article in Mojo about the most difficult albums to listen to, and Troutmarsh Replica was number one. Yeah. And in it, um, Bono, you know how they have those guests saying yeah. what they oh, think. Yes, you know, a lot course. of people saying how amazing this record, incredible. Bono said oh, this record was amazing, but it made me physically sick <clears throat> when I first heard it. I right. got the flu and it took me ages to recover. And I had exactly that. So experience. you're thinking <laughs> me and Bono? <laughs> well, it's powerful. What have we got in common? You know, music is a powerful thing. Nausea. Yeah, it actually <laughs> brought on a friggin' sickness. You know. Yeah. Okay. Now. Um, just when we were off air, you were also saying Pet Sounds. Yeah, well... And I was going to ask... Was the that's like another the, one Julian and I both really adore. Was mm. like the production on Pet Sounds a, an yeah. influence for the for the way you were recording it? And yeah. It? Um, I, I, you're talking about first time you hear it. Like when I remember putting it on and, you know, it says the Beach Boys, so you expect rock and roll or something. Everybody surfing now, come on, if I... And then Pet Sounds <laughs> arrive and... It's song after song, I felt like this, this, what? This is incredible, incredible, incredible. It just builds, it's its own universe, this album. And they're the shittiest cover, you think. <laughs> <laughs> and every song is, oh my god, the details and, and the emotions, the singing, like the. And the, the, and the, sh- and the chord changes. The chord changes, like and just to play melodies. God Only Knows, is, it's like a jazz track. It's and the harmonies, it just, yeah. How did that influence the record? I, I don't know. It wasn't a, it wasn't a direct influence for me, but but there's quite a lot of bass harmonica, which I know because Neil loves the bass harmonica and put it all over Failure and Masterpiece. We were considering calling it what is it? Bass harmonica by Kendall Light. <laughs> so the, it's quite a special instrument. Uh, the Beatles used it and all that. But once once you know the sound, suddenly you're like, yeah. 
Brian, didn't Brian Wilson call it his Teenage Symphony for God? <laughs> oh, that's yeah. the call. Mm-hmm. Okay. There you go. Makes sense. All right. Well, since we've got that cue, we might as well go to a Beach Boys song. Oh, we got Which one? We've got Wouldn't It Be Nice there. Oh, what, what about Good Vibrations? Good vibrations. I, was, I was going to play Good Vibrations. Yeah, Good oh, Vibrations, go even though everyone's heard it, like you, Pet Sounds, you won't have heard a lot of the songs. But if you really listen to Good Vibrations, which is off Smile, which is the record after Pet Sounds, oh, yeah. which took a long time to come out. The single came out, Good Vibrations. But the album didn't come out for years and years because it, dro- it was the album that drove Brian Wilson crazy. Yes, right. Like I say, music is very powerful. Yeah, yeah. And this particular, and, and Smile is a very twisted record and did drive him crazy. Yeah, right. but, but if you really listen to Good Vibrations, the, the melodies and the parts and it's, the chords. And what, it's incredible that mm. it's so popular and it's, it's so different from everything else. And yet yeah. it's a huge song. And don't, don't, just, don't listen to it like a Bunnings ad. You know, listen to it. Because yeah, it, it, yeah, that's no, the sure. thing with these popular songs, but then yeah. you really and um, God only knows. Oh, that's well, have you got that? God only knows. I do possibly. Well, why don't we play good vibrations okay, cool. and then we'll we'll find a good God only knows and we'll play that after. Yeah, play, do a do a uh, Beach Boys double play. Awesome, awesome. just for the boys. Okay, <laughs> excellent. So this is good vibrations, the Beach Boys, and baseline. I, I love the colorful clothes she wears And the way the sunlight plays upon her head I hear the sound of a gentle On the wind that lifts her perfume through the air I'm picking up good vibrations She's giving me the excitations I'm backing up good vibrations She's giving me the excitations Softly smile, I know she must be kind
best thing you can do to protect community is to keep a safe distance from others. This means two big steps. You should watch out for any symptoms of coronavirus in yourself and in your family. Even if you feel well, you could spread the virus to others without knowing. Get tested, even if you only have mild symptoms. You can help stop the spread of coronavirus. For more information, go to the New South Wales Government website at nsw.gov.au. Station sponsor. You know what makes an Australian of the Year. Just look around you. People who show courage, sacrifice and kindness. They don't think they're heroes, but you see their bravery. They don't think they're outstanding, but you see their generosity. They may not know you, but you know them. Now it's time to show them. Nominate now at australianoftheyear.org.au. That's australianoftheyear.org.au. You're listening to 89.1 Radio Blue Mountains. Your voice, your community. Okay. I'm not going to mention that on you. <laughs> You're on air now. Am I? Oh, shit, I won't mention that on air. Don't mention that, Neil. If you want to know what Neil was talking about, right into Have the station. Have a listen to God Only Knows. Um, yeah, so, uh, yeah, another another Beach Boys track there, God Only Knows, folks. And, uh, yeah, influence on the album. Yeah. yeah. Well, hard to hear. can you can you ever say the Beach Boys influenced an album? It's too influence on everyone. Yeah, it's but it's yeah, it's too tough. You can't. No one can write songs like Brian Wilson. Yeah, I mean it. it yeah, it shocked the Beatles. <laughs> so let's talk about uh, what's in the future for the album. What what is left yeah, has got to be done. Not much left. Uh, they we're gonna master it, um, and then. Uh, yeah, I want to release an EP with Shut the Mind Down and three other tracks, and then uh, the album will come out. Okay. So uh, Answers in the Dust won't be on the EP, obviously. No, no. but it, will, it won't be far from that. So Shut the Mind Down and then Answers in the Dust. Shut the Mind Down will be on the album as well. Um, I'm trying to get a, a video happening for it, but uh, yeah. Um, also working on a video with Chris Cannell from, for a song from the first album, so. Oh, okay, well, yeah. great. Yeah, there's that. Is, is Chris shooting that, or is he bringing other people in? We've no, we did it uh, together. We still, but we got to do the beginning and the end of it. Yeah, so don't hold on to the feeling from the first album. Cool. Um, okay, well, don't don't forget. I've offered to have a look at doing an animated thing. Oh, that's right. Awesome. I've always wanted so, an animated. Thing. So pick another song for me. It'd be amazing. Get some get some masters through. All right. Some of fine, the other songs. Fine. Find something. Um, yeah, I don't know. Maybe up tempo a bit so we can get, yeah, yeah, get okay. some fast animation happening. <laughs> fast animation. Yeah, nothing, right. nothing slow and sad. That'd be awesome. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that would be. Wow. Okay. Well, I've, I've, uh, Julian showed me the Sparks yeah. video that's just been released. Sparks, um, you know, Ron and and Russell Mel. No. Sparks, they started in 67. Oh, the, the that's right, Sparks, the old band. The band yeah, 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 yeah. The right. They're yeah. still going. They're still and going. they released this, this song called The the Existential Threat, and the video is really weird. It's yeah, great. We'll, we'll put a link to the video so the listeners cool. can go and have yeah. a look. And, uh, and Neil can go and have a look. But, uh, <laughs> that's right. Yeah, I'd love to do something like that. That'd yeah, I'd love that. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Very much so. so okay, but, uh, yeah, so production-wise, Neil? Just working on this record at the moment? Yep. Yep, that's. Uh, but yeah. you've got live gigs coming up, haven't you, Julian? I've, uh, yeah, I'm playing solo um, on Sunday at in Lithgow at the old um, pottery colliery, right behind yeah. the 
St. Plaza. It's yep. a nice venue, that one. And yeah, a friend of mine runs it, Jill, and the sound in there is in the room. Like When I went there, I thought, oh, I'm going to have a gig there, so I asked yeah. her, and she said yes. Um, and, and that's so just you, the solo. Yeah, yeah. solo, acoustic, unplugged, and I'm playing most of the tracks from... Uh, Fader and Masterpiece, and some of the tracks from the, well, some of the new tracks as well. Do you know how many people they can have in there? Uh, at the moment? 20, 20 yeah. something. Yeah, so, so, yeah, you got a um, book. Got a book. Book. So. Um, check with on Facebook the, at least go the old colliery and pottery. Yeah, we'll put a link up as well. Yeah, thank you. Um, yes, so there's that going on. And then um, Le Hot Club de Katoomba, yep. we just played recently at the Avalon as a quintet. Right. Uh, so that Neil, uh, Simon, myself, we had Matt Dennett on the accordion, we had Lloyd Swanton on the bass. Yeah, that was, he, that, he that, looked, that looked great. <laughs> yeah, he, he yeah, saved yeah. us because um, uh, Brett Hurst, who usually plays with us, um, he couldn't make the gig, so Lloyd uh, yeah, came in. Right. So, tough choice. It was a, it <laughs> we was were very happy. The thing I noticed though, that it was odd to all of a sudden after watching weeks of streams and being able to hear all the instruments and great sound and things oh, like yeah. that is to <laughs> see footage of it with the noisy <laughs> Avalon because we used to always have problems I, I did Art of Lunch yeah, yeah. and we used to always I'd film them but it was always way too noisy the plates yeah, from the it's kitchen a noisy room. room yeah very noisy room it's very live yeah, yeah. and uh, and I thought oh that's oh, oh, uh, oh. Uh, yeah, it's I real thought, music that's it's, 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 <laughs> it's, it's a real live there's real people in. there yeah, yeah. So. And so we're playing again on August the 21st. Uh, so they do the three-course meal, they do French uh, food, mm. and then we play. So it's dinner and show, and you get a book book now. Yeah. He's uh, he's starting the promo today, I think, Dylan. So. Which, and, you know, that's a, it's the, the sort of gypsy jazz, gypsy swing. Gypsy swing, yeah. yes. Not, um, uh, not what we do, not what Neil and I do or stuff. So, yeah. Right. Gypsy swing. Great. French songs as well. Mm. It's very cool, especially with a five-piece. You don't often get a hear, chance to hear a five-piece. Gypsy band, swing. So does that do a bit, bit Reinhardt? Django Reinhardt. Yeah, 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 influence and French chanson and um, yeah, all that happy go music. And it's great because we we're a quintet, but we have six six instruments because Neil plays drums and sax. Oh, yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> so, so you, does he get paid twice? Sure. I don't, I don't get paid at all. What? Yeah, well, whatever he gets is twice. Yeah. We, used to always give, we used to always give the museos food at the Avalon. That was always worthwhile. Yeah, yeah. still, yeah, we get, we get dinner. Oh, they treat us really well. Dylan and Dave, they do. Yeah, no, the Avalon great, great. Great. And, food, and it's so great they're having live music. And they yeah. were the first ones to get, get it back, really, weren't they? Well, so they were. They were very keen. I know. After yeah. Art of Lunch, they they yeah. thought it was fabulous. You know, they just wanted to do it. All when the Meg's time. still is doing. Yeah, well, Meg's doing it. Yeah, yeah the so. afternoon delight. Yeah, that's yeah. Cool. cool. Yeah. Mm. So it's great. Okay, all right. Um, and the future for you, Neil? What, have you got gigs lined up? Uh, I, I want to get this record out. Get the record New done. That's Julian's one. That's first. Get that out, and yep. then I want to get my one out. Which Primitive is, art group. Well, no, it's it's going to be under my name. I, oh, yeah, yeah because they're all my compositions. Okay, well, but well, it, that's with the New Zealand gang that I started talking about before. Yeah, no, definitely. Yeah. Well, when that happens, we'll have to get you back on. Oh, definitely. And play some songs from it. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. really interesting. Yeah. Yep. It's beautiful stuff. Mm. Okay, guys. Well, thank you very much thank for being on Blue Mountains Live. And uh, what what are we going to go out with? Do you think we didn't get to play a lot of the songs? But I'll I'll probably play them into the night. Yeah, keep, keep um, them going. But uh, to go out on, what would, what would you like to go uh, out I'd on? Take a look up the Bonnie Prince Billy track. Yep. For every field, there's a mall. Is one of my favourite songs ever. Okay. 
Off the uh, album What's it Lie off? Down in the Light? Lie Down in the Light. The blue one with the angel oh, yeah, yeah, right. cover. Um, uh, or it's, I don't know if it's an angel, it's a weird cover. Uh, and yeah, that song, I don't know what it is. It's, I wish if I could have written one song. <laughs> <laughs> that would be it. When the clarinet comes in and the, the solo, like it changes. Um, oh my God, I don't know why. I just, yeah, okay. just goes straight, okay. straight through. It's amazing. All right, well, thanks again, guys. Thank you. And uh, here's for every field. There's a mole. There's a mole. And it's by Bonnie Prince Billy. And uh, thanks again, guys. Thanks, Brad. Cheers. For every man who will last, there's nothing he
Big Boys, setting up your Friday night and your weekend with local Australian hip-hop and electronica. Love advice, movie reviews and live interviews. Your host, Little Dre, the professor, DJ Chrisoff and Buster Chai will keep you real and sucker-free. That's Friday night, 8pm to 10pm on Radio Blue Mountains 89.1 on the FM dial or streaming live via rbm.org.au. Okay, so that's it for another episode of Blue Mountains Live. Hope you uh, enjoyed the interview with Julian Joel Clement and Neil Duncan. And if you want to uh, catch up with what they're doing, you can go to their web pages, you can go to their Facebook pages, or you can keep listening here and we'll let you know as we get more news about that upcoming album. Great stuff. Okay, so I'll just go through the few things that are on this weekend, as is... Uh, Every weekend, this weekend up in the Blue Mountains is is fairly scarce for something to go out and see. But uh, once again, we point you towards the shows that are happening at the Avalon Restaurant, the top of Contumer Street, 
which are being organised by the restaurant and also by Meg Benson. So in the afternoon she does a thing called Afternoon Delights where she, she has performances and then uh, there's also uh, later that evening there's uh, organised supper clubs in the, um, in the main restaurant uh, where you get food and a show which is uh, pretty good. So uh, on this weekend we have Indigenous performers Yulugi Gumaroi and Gina uh, downstairs at the Avalon in the, in the foyer there. And uh, that, those performances are every Saturday from 3 to 5. And that's it's a wonderful thing that Meg's doing. It's 50 bucks a pop. And uh, she only has about 20 people in at a time. So you've got a ring, you've got a book. She's probably already booked this week. We give it a go. Go to musichunter.com.au and uh, give Meg Benson a ring and just find out... Uh, What's happening this weekend, but also find out about all the other uh, upcoming performances. She's having them every every Saturday, every Saturday afternoon, and uh, then tonight at uh, the in the main restaurant, there's the uh, piano parlor night that they're, they're running um, on all alternates, alternate weekends. Uh, that's uh, Robbie Mann or Matthew Dennett, I think. Um, doing that Saturday night piano parlour and uh, they usually kick off at, at 7 o'clock and you get some piano then you get some food then you get some more piano uh, very worthwhile now the other thing that is happening is uh, another live show which is actually happening this weekend it's happening tom- tomorrow night uh, the 7th of August down at the Blue Mountains Community Hub uh, Blue Mountains Theatre and Community Hub down in Springwood uh, contact the hub and uh, look it up on Facebook to find out the details. Look it up on the website, on the hub website. Uh, it's the Gary Daly Trio will be performing. It's only an hour-long concert and there are social distancing restrictions. So contact the hub and, and find out what it is. But it's uh, a continuation of the series of Love Live and Local uh, Council gigs that uh, the council has been organising. Uh, an extension of the things that uh, they were doing with Fusion Boutique and Shelter Studios, but these are actually live performances at the, uh, at the community hub. So uh, that's another live thing that's, uh, that is happening. Um, just be safe, be wary, and um, I hope you have a good weekend, and I hope you enjoyed the show. And uh, next week, next Thursday, we have an exclusive interview that uh, Richard the Duck Keegan and I conducted with Dave Faulkner from the Hoodoo Gurus who just uh, released uh, a couple of weeks ago their new song, Hung Out to Dry, which is uh, an obvious poke at uh, at Donald Trump. Uh, The video features him and Putin and uh, doing a film on Louise off a cliff in a golf buggy. Wonderful things, wonderful stuff. So, yeah, so that interview will go up uh, next Thursday, but Richard's version of it will go up on Monday, so if you want to get in early, before I actually the interview. Uh, listen on Monday to Richard's Richard's show, Australian Music Masters, and uh, if you miss it on Monday, you can then hear it on Thursday on my show, Blue Mountains Live, 89.1 Radio Blue Mountains after Art House every Thursday night. And let's go out with a Guru's song. This is I Was a Kamikaze Pilot, but covered by Grinspoon. And uh, have a great weekend.
Hi, this is Dave Thornton from the Hoodie Gurus, and you're listening to Blue Mountains Live on Blue Mountains Radio. to do. 